Yo, 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 what's up you guys and welcome. I go by the name Arnold and you're listening to the Making Sense Podcast. Yo, what up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Making Sense Podcast. So, today we'll do the mid-season review of Marvel latest, newest edition when it comes to the TV world, uh, Moon Knight. Yeah, so Moon Knight, let's just get straight to it. I will, as always, give you kind of my, my take, like my overall take, and we'll definitely go into specifics. But I genuinely like the show. The show is really good. It's a great departure from everything that you've seen. I feel like if you're watching the show and you're expecting like your typical Marvel project, in some way, you kind of bound to be disappointed because although the show is set in the MCU, it don't really feel like it's in MCU. I feel like it could actually be a standalone project, which is which makes it really special and really interesting, right? Having said that, I do have a bit of criticism. I feel like sometimes it could feel a bit flat, a bit boring. Um, sometimes as well, we don't really know where the show is heading. So, you know, it's only three episodes. So it's like the middle of the season because there's only six. Uh, we'll only get six episodes. But overall, like I said, it's a great watch. One of the reasons what I genuinely like Moon Knight is because this is like the first Marvel show that we actually see dealing with like mental health problems. I felt like they touched on it a little bit, you know, in Prior's project when it came to like for instance in Iron Man 3. I don't know if you remember that like, you know Tony Stark was having like panic attack like every two seconds and that just they just they did this and they never addressed it again, you know, which kind of was kind of a little bit odd because my thing is if you want to make those superheroes like those characters vulnerable and human, don't just drop that and just never address it after. Because to me, I'm asking like, what was the point? And the same way, like, although it's kind of not really mental health, but you know, having Wanda dealing with grief, and I feel like mental health in Moon Knight, it's like a way much more adult subject, which makes like the show uh, completely different from anything that you've seen. If you really look at the show, like I said, there's only been three episodes, like you kind of have like an in-depth look of what you know people suffering for from you know having different personalities in their like their own head being trapped in your own mind in your own body you kind of get this feeling of how sometimes it can literally feel like really being trapped or even being prisoner in your own body in your own mind because it's literally like someone you wake up one day and you don't even know like it's almost like you like like how do how do I say this? Like it's like so almost like you, you you're in the back seat of your own body, you know, while and you're watching out while someone else is taking control. And sometimes you don't even get to watch, you just wake up and you just let's just say it's like getting drunk, basically. Like you get drunk, you do some crazy stuff, you you know, you sometimes you, you get drunk, you, you do stuff like you doing stuff that you regret if, like you know it happens. But overall, yeah, you kind of get this like this feeling of like seeing Steven, which like you know, who is the, the first kind of persona that we introduced played by Oscar Isaac. You see this guy, kind of this kind of normal guy. He works at the museum, all that type of stuff. But he has like so much going on, like so much trouble. He just, you know, he gets into a situation he doesn't even remember. And I felt like that was carried out so well because not only you kind of, 
you can't really help but feel for the guy. I don't know if pity is the right word, but you, you genuinely feel like a little bit sorry for him because, you know, he seems like a genuine guy. He's like, his whole life is messed up because of that specific problem. If you want to, you know, transpose it to like day-to-day -day society, you know, having, we, especially nowadays when we're having conversation about mental health, I feel like that's really putting like the, the finger on it of what, we may, you know, assume that someone is like with mental health problems uh, may go through on a daily basis. So to me, that was like really super interesting. And the show, like I said, it really is a bold move on Marvel's part. Although, like I said, like Moon Knight is like from the comics. So it's not like they made up like the, the character in, in the comics as well. He's suffering from, you know, having identity crisis. I don't know if identity crisis is the correct term, but like mixed personalities, you know, that will actually be the name of the episode. But yeah. If you look back of like uh, as all the personalities in like that Moon Knight have like in this show, we've only seen two so far. You know, we've seen Steven and we've seen Mark, right? And they completely different personas. Both of them, they're played by the wonderful, by the amazing Oscar Isaac. To be honest, like he's one of my favorite actors. So when whenever I saw that he was like the one being cast for Moon Knight, I already knew that he was like, a, like just you know, they did like 60% of the job. In my opinion, the 40% was just, you know, uh, the rest, the script, all that type of stuff. But it's like just seeing him play, it's just seeing someone who has so much range, you know, because although they're like two, like they're like, you know, played by the same person, they feel like just, you know, they feel like completely different, you know, characters, right? Although maybe because one of them actually have like the British Stephen, you know, was like the kind of a, the, 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 the victim a little bit. He has like a British accent and he's like, feels completely different from Mark, who's kind of a bit more tough. He's way much more ruthless. And, you know, you, you, you don't really see both of them like on paper. It shouldn't really work. But the performance from like Oscar Isaac is so well that you actually, it actually feels like two separate characters. And you know, you see every scene when you see the two personas, it's literally like there's like a, another individual being played. And you know, you know, shout out to Oscar Isaac, he's one of the greats, right? So yeah, the, the question about like Moon Knight is really about, you know, how, how can someone really just you know adjust to a situation like this and you see steven he has no clue of what's going on you know he gives us the vibe of someone who's like always really passive in his life you know passive at his job passive in his you know relationship life he doesn't really like you said you know you probably have someone like this in, in your life when you're surrounding right no nobody's really mean, not those people are not really mean but it's just like it is what it is you know that somebody talks crazy to them you see at work with a boss like by the way if honestly if if you at work listen if you're at work and somebody like one of your superiors talking like this bro i don't want to you know encourage violence all that type of stuff like so i will just you know now that i put the disclaimer but just i feel like it's like it's the right time to have like a serious conversation because the way his boss is like the music especially like the museum like how are you gonna get disrespected working in a museum right but going back to what i'm saying it's like i feel like you sh should have the right to just you know talk back especially like there's one time where you kind of addressed like one of his superior but the way that everybody was like talking to him was kind of like fascinating to me like just crazy right but the the whole point of how the, the the personas like they kind of have to coexist in the same body and you know they switch up like from time to time and then at the end of the first episode we get to see the actual like moon knight was really well done because 
all the it's like almost like us the audience we're really seeing like feeling like the story through the eyes of Steven, right? Although Mark is really different, but Steven is really our entry point in the show, meaning he doesn't really know and he has as much as information as we do until you know first end of the first episode when we see just the actual like the first scene of Moon Knight. Moon Knight was by the way, special effects looks amazing. He really looks like a faithful portrayal from like the comics he looks really amazing the suits all that type of stuff but yeah like for me steven is really us he's like most likely the guy that we see in the story that we kind of maybe not get recognized but just kind of can't help but empathize for and you know you feel all of his emotions right when he's like you know stressed when he's you know anguish i don't know if it's like the same but me whenever the situation where he's doesn't really know what what's going on and you can't really help but feel bad for him and you know that kind of gives me anxiety a little bit maybe i need to see a psychiatrist or whatever but yeah so now when you look at like the landscape of the mcu i felt like the show has introduced so many different new concepts like for instance uh, like the Egyptian gods, you know, we've always seen that there was kind of divinity-like, like gods-like figure in the MCU, like for instance, in the Eternals, and by the way, I've done an episode about the Eternals, so go check that out, so in the Eternals, they've already introduced this idea of having, you know, celestial beings, or just like, you know, god-like beings being in the MCU, and now this is another time when we actually get to see someone else, and actual gods, you know, we got the Egyptian gods, sorry, being part of the MCU, so that was really interesting to see, and the one of the gods who's the one controlling the, the whole thing with like Mark Spector and just, you know, Steven, he's like Khonshu, and Khonshu to me kind of strikes me as like, being really like we can tell he has like alternative motive but we don't really know for sure what they are right so he's basically using those two mark and steven to just accomplish his goals which kind of are still you know unclear for now right so those two guys like you know we see a battle for pretty much who will take control of the body but it's really Kanchu the one who's in control and both mark and uh, Steven, they're pretty much like on the back seat, right? I feel like Mark has kind of a little bit more control than Steven, but it's still like, you know, it's not too much, right? So both of those guys, they're like trapped in their own body, like they're trapped in their own head. And what the difference is when we see the POV for Mark, Mark is like completely different from Steven. You know, I've said that Steven will most likely passive, meaning like he just go through like, you know, uh, events, but Mark, the difference, he's really more, way much more active, you know, he's the one in control, he's like way much more assertive, confident, he's kind of cold at times, like he's, just, you know, when you see the, the fighting scenes, when S Steven just, you know, he blacks out, and then just, when he wakes up, he's in blood, I feel like he's way much more, uh, um, he's way much more assertive, and he's way much more, you know, ruthless, right, like he's way much more active, and the different, I love like the how opposite they are. Like you know, you see um, Stephen, way much more kind and nice person. When Mark kind of strikes you, as like maybe not a dick, you know, it's not like a bad word, but like maybe not like a full blown, full blown villain. But he he's kind of someone that kind of flirt with like just you know breaking the rules a little bit. He kills people. Like he's a mercenary. Like he's just a completely different person. But yet. 
it seems like his life is really in shambles, right? You see his relationship with his ex-wife, even just the weird relationship he has with Khonshu. So, although he wants to take back control of his life, it seems like sometimes there's stuff that Steven might be more fit to do in his life, you know, being a little bit more kind. So, in a weird way, it's like Mark could actually learn from Steven, but he's he's got such pride and such ego that he doesn't... You know, even when the scene, when he's like the, watching the, the the coffin and he really takes a long time before letting Steven in. It's kind of like he has like this huge ego. He don't really want to rely on anyone else. That's one of the reasons why many of the relationships that he has in a TV show don't really work like that. Because he's like really, maybe not selfish, but he's egocentric. You know, he doesn't really want to rely on anyone else but himself. And as far as the villain goes, I kind of have mixed feelings about him, right? I feel like he's not really one dimensional, meaning he actually has real motives. Uh, we kind of get to see he has this persona as a little bit being like the leader of a cult. That's how we, we kind of introduced to him in the first episode. You see him like all these people like gathering in front of him and him doing like this weird thing with the cane. I guess, I guess it's like the balance of judgment. But it, we actually get to find out a little bit more about him, meaning like he used to be the avatar. Like he used to be like where Mark and Steven, both Mark and Steven are. And he was like one of the avatar for Khonshu, but yet he has this like alternative like motive to free like this other like god. And that's where like to me kind of gets a little bit confusing, meaning we don't know. Like I, I guess we know that he, he thinks but by freeing that god, he will be able to, you know, achieve like salvation for the whole human race. Where in contrary, like, he might just, you know, release a ton of death to, to people. But what, the one criticism I got, although like, you know, he's actually like, Ethan Hawke is a really great actor. So I felt like that was a great role, like right on point when it came to the casting. But the one criticism I do have for the show at times, I can't really help but feel about it kind of gets... If not boring, a little bit confusing at times, meaning we're kind of, uh, like like I said, like this is the one type of criticism I got. We don't really know where they're trying to, what's the direction, right? Like, meaning if that's really the end game when it comes to just like the villain motives, even like the, the Moon Knight is like, I don't really, I feel like maybe it's because we only, well, actually we're already three episodes in and I feel like I should have a little bit more of a sense where the show is heading and the way it's set up i don't think they've announced a season two so it could actually be a one shot and that's like the beauty of it it could be a standalone and as as such i feel like as when it's already the middle of the season we should have a bit more of a sense of where the show is heading and me to me like just my opinion I don't feel like we're they were able to achieve that in the first three episodes, right? Although the show is carried by like stellar performances all across the board, especially when Oscar Isaac playing these different personas and Moon Knight and you know Mr. Knight. But the the one like 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 I said, like the one thing of the show that I don't really get is like where they're trying to to go with with all like what they're trying to do, right? Is it you know, introducing a new mythology in the MCU. Now we have Egyptian gods. Is it just like, you know, uh, having Moon Knight being part of the Avengers? I don't know if like, I don't know if it's really, you know, <laughs> Avengers compatible. I, I feel like something that they might do, like 
down the line, you know, they brought back Daredevil, those type of guys. I feel like they could do a version of like the, the Defenders, having Doctor Strange, Moon Knight, uh, whether who else is in the, the team? I believe Daredevil, uh, uh, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, like, or maybe like, maybe if not Iron Fist, uh, having Shang-Chi. But anyway, so. Uh, it's a little, it gets it's a little bit confusing at times, but like I said, it's a really great effort. Um, the obviously because of the budget, but the special effects looks really dope. The suits, the whenever Moon Knight takes over, I feel like Moon Knight Moon Knight is really badass. The the fight sequences, although they could be a little bit better, but you know, I'm not no expert, but yeah. Overall, I feel like it's a great effort, and yeah, I'll definitely do a second part review. Uh, for the the, the next three episodes but overall yeah i would definitely say it was a great effort as always i hope you guys enjoyed the episode and peace well that's pretty much it for today folks i hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode at least as much as i did making it uh if you haven't please go and subscribe to the podcast i'm available on apple Podcasts, spotify Amazon Music, Podchaser, and I am also available on Deezer. If you haven't as well, guys, please go and subscribe to my Facebook page. It's called The Making Sense Podcast. And yeah, that's pretty much it for today. Thank you guys so much for the support. Don't hesitate to leave me a review or comment. I would appreciate it a lot. And yeah.